0: Hey, busy business people. I am here today with another entrepreneur taking action, Heather Lyle. She helps professional service women clarify their messaging and grow their business. And I'm getting the scoop today on how she does it. So I am really excited about this episode, I'm not going to lie, because we have very similar companies doing very similar things, but for slightly different people. So I think we're going to be That's able right. to like explain to people how, even though your services are similar, you have to pivot them for the people that yes. you're trying to work with to serve them best. So I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I yes. know before this call, you shared with me a story about a career coach that you helped and the transformation you helped her achieve. Can you tell yeah. our audience about that story? Because I think it was so good.
1: Yeah. You know, Christina, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I so appreciate it. And this is, I'm so looking forward to this conversation. Um, You know, how I work with my clients is all of my private clients take the DISC assessment, D-I-S-C, the DISC assessment, which I'm sure most people have heard of the Myers-Briggs. I'm sure probably a lot of your listeners have heard of the DISC as well too, but it's so, it's such an interesting tool to use because it allows me as their consultant to be able to dig in and figure out their best communication styles with their You know, best perfect client and that kind of thing and how that client is going to receive their information. So, okay, so I'm working with this um, career coach and she had worked for 25, 30 years in the financial industry with Wells Fargo in California. And, you know, so she's a seasoned professional, like this woman knows her stuff when it yep. comes to HR, right? So she moves to the Dallas area, opens up her own executive coaching, career coaching service, that kind of thing. And she and I were talking, uh, gosh, it's probably six months ago now. She and I were talking and she was just like, you know, I'm just, I'm really having a hard time. Um you know, with my marketing, my messaging, you know, landing with my clients. It just, I, I'm not getting the results that I want to see. People aren't clicking, you know, to schedule an appointment, blah, blah, blah. And so I asked her, I was like, well, like, show me your marketing materials. Like how, what, what have you been doing? You know, what do you have? How are you, pro-? of course she wasn't doing anything digitally. And I was just <laughs> like, okay, well we got to change that. Right. But, um, but it was so interesting. She handed me, um, like all of these, I'm going to call them just 25 page PDF long documents, like just big old long documents. And I'm, and I'm flipping through these documents and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is a ton of information. And she, and they were beautifully done. She had hired a graphic design firm to do, you know, spent thousands of dollars doing all of this work. And I asked her the question, I said, because I knew on the disc, she was a C, which a C on the disc is someone who is conscientious, someone who requires a lot of data in order to make decisions, very thoughtful, very thorough. That was her. That's her personality. I asked her, I said, so talk to me about your perfect client, who, who would be the perfect person that you would want to work with? And she goes, they're C-suite level, you know, they're executives looking to make a transition, move to a different industry, whatever. But, you know, they're going to be executive level people. They make decisions fast, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, that's your problem. Your perfect client is not going to read a 25-page long PDF. Your perfect client is a D on the disk. They're dominant. They're results-oriented. They they want to get things done quickly. Um, you know they. <laughs> They're not big into talking about their family and friends. They just want results and they want it now. And they want bullet points. They're not going to read the big, long documents. And so I was just like, I think we need to probably rethink your strategy when it comes to communicating with your perfect client, because you're giving them too much information and it's system overwhelm and they're not going to buy. They're not going to buy. And so, you know, it was such a, it was enlightening yet disheartening because I see this all the time with clients that they spend so much money with graphic design firms and, and all of the, mar- the materials and all the things that if you've worked in the, you know, in the professional world and the corporate world, like I have, I mean, your, your brain is wired to think that that's what you need to have in order to be successful. And really the reality is you need to be thinking about who's your perfect client and what are they going to need from me in order to click the buy button, schedule the appointment, whatever the thing is. So I thought that was probably the best example of why it is so important to really have a deep dive and know who you're talking to.
0: I think there was so much important stuff in that to unpack, to, like too, because like we're told all the time that for digital marketing you have to create these big lead magnets, which is why everybody mm-hmm. goes and they create eBooks and they create checklists, yes. and they create all this stuff, but they, oh, they yeah. do it because you're supposed to, not because right. they actually know how it's going to help someone. So I think that's really powerful. And then you have the sunk cost bias because those things are time consuming to create. Oh my god whether you're hiring someone else to help you design it or you're trying to sit there with like canva or word or whatever and put something together yourself especially when you're talking about people whose time for dollars is like anywhere from like 300 to thousands for an hour of their time like i had one client that had he would write his own blog articles for example and he looked at how long it was taking him and it was like six to eight hours per blog article and he charges 375 dollars for an hour of his time it was like okay look at what you would have to pay me and my team to do it versus what you're paying because that you're paying that
1: (laughs) you might not be writing a check
0: for it but you're paying that and that's some cost bias where it's like well i've invested in it this is how i need to make my money back i've had these five pdfs created I've got to use them to generate leads. It's like, but if that's not the best way, you have to be able to say like, okay, that's great. I learned from that, but let's do what's going to work. Right, right. So it's like there's so much to unpack from that little story and that little moment. (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, there is, because again, I, I do feel like there is so... Every every business owner, every professional business owner that I've ever talked to, the first thing that they want to dive into is I need to get my website up, you know, I need to get the logo package done, I need to have somebody develop all these social media posts for me and they want to be perfectly branded and perfectly curated and they spend Thousands and thousands of dollars. I have a lawyer client that I've worked with for a while now. And it's like she spent almost 10 grand on a website that within six months, it was completely different. Like we had completely transformed it because the website really, the the messaging on her website didn't reflect her brand at all. You know, and so it's just it's we're just so wired to think that, okay, we have to have these things in order for people to find us and and to trust us and to and to think that we have pretty material and that kind of thing. And it's just like, oh, no, 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 no. People just want a result and they want you to help them achieve that. That's it. You know.
0: Yeah. There's so much truth to that. Like I was talking with one lady that's a life coach and she had been a life coach in the past and had done okay, but she kept trying to do the digital marketing thing, struggling to get leads. So she had stepped away from it and was really wanting to go back. That was what she really enjoyed doing. And she's like, yeah, I just, I don't have, I haven't had the time with my day job to put into building my website and writing my blog articles. And I'm like, how much do you charge for life coaching a month? So she's like, well, you know, a thousand dollars. I'm like, so With $10,000 a month mean you could leave the day job? She's like, well, yeah, obviously. So you need 10 clients. You just need 10 clients. You don't need yeah. a big marketing machine. You don't need yeah. a website, a big lead funnel, paid ads. Like, You need to go like talk to people. Be willing to take right. the phone call, spend an hour or two a day, go messaging people, go yeah. talking to people. Go get 10. When you have 10,000 yeah. a month in revenue, now you can invest in marketing. Right, right.
1: <laughs> Yeah. You know, when you break it down, I know, but it's numbers and people get scared by numbers. You know, that's the other fascinating thing about it as well, too. I mean, fortunately, I'm married to a CPA. And so it's like he is my numbers guy and he keeps me legit on numbers. That's for sure. But the truth, I mean, it's like you've got to be able to look to break it down. Okay, you know, if my revenue, if I want if I want to make fifty thousand dollars a month, what is that actually going to look like? you know, for me. And so, and when you, there are $10,000 a month, I mean, but when you break it down, it doesn't seem so daunting and overwhelming. Whereas the yeah. big number seems really, really big, but you lead up into it. And yeah. I'm people with you and handle it. And
0: so that was probably my, my biggest revelation when I first got into digital marketing was like, we, people were like, I need more leads. And they would hire us. And it'd be like, okay, let's get more leads. And then we started having problems where they were like, stop, we can't handle more leads. And it's like, but this is what you said you wanted. And it was like then I had to step back and be like, okay, so let's have some realistic conversations before we start marketing. Right.
1: How many right. new
0: leads can you realistically handle? How big do you? Yeah. To oh, grow your so business? true. If marketing yeah. works. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to yeah. turn it off, especially organic oh, marketing. Yeah. You start building yeah. an audience, and now all of a sudden, you've got seventy-five percent of your audience. It's mad because you can't take them on as a client. You have a wait list; that's two years long. Like yeah. if marketing work works, you have a problem if you're not trying to scale your business. And I kept oh, running absolutely. into people that were just like, oh, I want to scale my business. I want to scale my business, but not really. They're like, I just really want like five more really good clients. Like I don't want to hire a team. I want to do this myself. And I'm like, okay, yeah. you don't really need to hire me. <laughs> you need to have me maybe consult with you, <laughs> but you don't you don't need a marketing machine. You need a little bit of advice on not wasting your money in the wrong areas. And that's kind of what you need. That was a revelation to me that, you know, people really, they don't understand, they don't think about if we market and the impact that's going to have on your business and on your life. And, you know, they're like, oh, well, so-and-so said, I need to do this. I need to make lead generators. I need to redo my website. I need to host a challenge. I need to do a webinar. Oh, my God. And it's like, but do you really? Is that really yeah, the best you of no. your time? Like those things are way yeah. more complicated than people realize. And they just like yeah. they need to do them.
1: Well, and it's just go back to the basics. You know, one thing that I have done myself here within the past few months is scale back on social media. I still have a social media presence. I mean, I, I have a graphic design. I like, I, I push stuff out daily. So people, you know, when they come to my Instagram page, if they go to LinkedIn or whatever, they can scroll like many countless times and get tons of educational content. So I'm good. Like I'm, I've developed that when people hear about me and they go search me, they're going to find all sorts of stuff about me. But at the end of the day, I do how I get my people is through in-person events, you know, and just being available, you know, picking up the phone, go, go I play golf. And so it's like, who can I go play golf with? I mean, who can I go network with? I was in Miami at a big, you know, conference last week and picked up a few people that I'm starting to work with now too. And it's just, that's how I lead generate. And so it's so important. I tell my clients all the time, it's like, especially I work with professional people. So I've got a commercial mortgage broker that I work with and she specifically works in multifamily. It's super, super niche market. Right. And some of my lawyers that I work with very, very niche markets there as well too. And it's like, you just want to have content out there to where when people come and find you, you you're legit, you, you they can watch your videos and see that you know what the heck you're talking about, you know, and it's developing that no like and trust factor to where when they hop on the phone with you, they're, they're already 80% sold as it is anyway. They just want to hear from you, you know? Yep. And so just have a presence, be intentional about where you're going, where's your highest and best use of time, effort, energy, and resources. And that's where you tap into because you're right. So many people are just, it's like, they're just checking the box to say, okay, I've, I've got the social media. Okay. Check done. I, I sent out the email marketing, check done. Okay. Well, are we being intentional with the messaging? Are we being intentional with the communication that we're sending out? Are we actually connecting with the people that are going to get us where we want to be, you know, with our business and that kind of thing, too? And that's a huge part of it as well. I mean, at least it is for me.
0: Yep. Oh, no, I 100% agree. It was like that was a revelation I had probably four or five years ago. We started doing more work with other marketing agencies like they were hiring us out to do stuff for them. And it was like, you would ask them, where are you getting most of your business? Like, oh, word of mouth and events. I'm like, okay, do you help your clients with word of mouth and events? Like, is that part of the market? No. We do blog articles. We do social. (laughs) And I'm like, so the number one way that you get business, you have not figured out how to help your clients who are also getting business the same way right now, amplify that. Like, that's, it just makes so much sense. I was like, that was where the idea for Accelerator got born, you know, because we're working Mm -hmm. with that's our slight difference for the audience members we talked about this ahead of time I work primarily with like coaches consultants agencies people that deliver services where like she's working more with like uh, lawyers with financial advisors with people that are so it's a little bit slightly different yeah. um yeah I mean your people know like most people assume they know what your clients do where nobody yeah. knows what my clients do and we <laughs> So there's still messaging challenges on both sides, which is an interesting thing to think about. Um, But yeah, that was that was part of why we started doing Accelerator was to literally check off the boxes. It's like in 12 weeks, let's just check off the boxes that make you look credible online. (laughs) And now let's work on just amplifying, get you at more events, get you doing more podcast interviews, get you to get clients that way. And it's like you could write a thousand blog articles or you can write enough to make Google and the people that look you up see you as an authority on a topic. Like, oh, absolutely, It doesn't have to yeah. be like infinity and beyond. Eventually you're going to repeat yourself. Right. There's only so much you can talk about. Like you're not going to write 5,000 blog articles. You need 100 that are really good on all the right. things. And then you're good. You know, right. might not even be yeah. 100 depending on what they're talking about. Yeah. 30 might do you, oh. you know?
1: It's so true. And Christina, you know, it just made me think about, I have a client, a commercial mortgage broker that I work with. And uh, now that the world is opening back up, she is a fabulous speaker, especially in the commercial real estate, you know, um, sector. And she gets invited to speak at conferences. And so um, she's already been to, I think two already this spring, and she has another three lined up in June. And so part of my working with her is, okay, what's your unique value proposition, what's your special messaging that we want to make sure that people who hear you, they walk away knowing, okay, she's the girl who does X, Y, and Z, right? But then also when she goes to these conference events and she has the opportunity to speak to thousands of people, how can we maximize her opportunity at that event? What can we do to get people in her email pipeline? I mean, this woman for as niche as her industry is, her email list is is bigger than most coaches that I <laughs> have worked with before in the past, yep. because she's so intentional about leveraging that time, maximizing it. And we develop material to get these people to sign up on her email list and, and, you know, get her blog posts that we produce twice a month and that kind of thing. I mean, it's just, that that's, you love again, highest and best use. I mean, I swear I preach that all oh. the time. What's your highest and best use? And not everybody is going to be in person. Not everybody's going to be a speaker who goes on a big stage, right? But you figure out, again, based on what feels best to you, what is going to be best for your personality, and then we fill in the gaps is what we do because it's not going to be the same for everyone.
0: I mean, we talked about that a little bit before the call too, even like different video strategies, because it's like some people are great getting on a stage. They can talk, they're engaging. They go, some people do like I do, where I just turn into like a librarian or like the worst teacher you ever (laughs) had in elementary school and you're trying to stay awake. But like in an interview format, I'm engaging. I've got somebody to play off of. Like if I can play off of somebody, I'm good. I'm great. I'm fine. So interviewing versus... (laughs) (laughs) Or being in a situation like even when I was teaching in person for like the local chamber and stuff like that, and I'd host workshops. I had to like start the thing by asking different people in the audience to tell me about them. That was the only way I could do it. Otherwise, I was presenting dry. So it's like it really is, you know, what works for you and just finding it out. I mean, it's it's so tricky to figure
1: it out sometimes. Well, and I think also it's, you know, I I think a lot of us, in fact, gosh, uh, high powered women that I work with, they still struggle with imposter syndrome. And what are other people going to think about me too? Like they have this, I was at a conference last week um, with women leaders who C-suite who were operating $500 million corporations down to startups they all feel the same things, you know, am, you know, do people really want to listen to me? What am I going to say? That's really going to make, you know, make a difference, change the room, whatever, you know, and it's just, you, you have to lean into what's going to, what feels best to you, because if you're not being, if you're not at your highest and best use, like what you just said, you know, with, you you know, that you have to have somebody there to be able to play off of. I totally get that. I can walk into a room and, and, talk for hours and, and just kind of, and get a feel for what, how people are, you know, their body language and that kind of, I mean, that's, that's my special sauce, you know? And so it's just, you really do have to figure out, okay, what's going to be, what's going to feel good to you? Because if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel good to you, you're, you're not going to do it well and it's not going to land well with your perfect client either. And so it's going to be all or naught. And so I'd rather use our precious time. You know, doing things that really light us up and feel authentic to us because that way the message the message will land so much better if you do it that way versus trying to force it to happen, you know?
0: Yeah, and you attract some of the right clients. Like I think even looking at the type of clients that you like to work with, I think it's maybe easier to understand than it is with coaches. Like if you look at like a lawyer, for example, you would think, oh, they practice this kind of law. Like maybe they practice divorce law. So anybody and everybody who needs a divorce should work with that lawyer. But that's not true. It's just not true. And not they don't true. want to work with anybody and everybody that needs a divorce. They are they want the yeah. opportunity to choose which clients they take yeah. and which ones they don't. And,
1: and oh, it's 100%. easier for people
0: to understand that scenario than it is. But like when you turn around, like my side of the fence with coaches, like, oh, I can help anyone, anyone with a business, anyone with a business. I like,
1: yeah,
0: but can you really? Should you really? Yeah.
1: You, you want Should to, you? really. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I think the same thing holds true also. I mean, I'm just, as you said that, I, it made me think about um, two lawyers that I've worked with before in the past. They were both family lawyers. So they deal with divorce, child custody, visitation, all of that, guardianship, that kind of thing. And one of their personality was, she was very much, I'm just going to call it a bulldog. I mean, she called herself that as well, too. She was just kind of a bulldog, you know, tough. Um, which you know, there's a part of me, it's kind of like, well, if I needed somebody like that to go in and just completely be tough and court, I mean, she's probably your girl. The other one had more of a holistic approach to divorce and, you know, how can we, um, provide if a, if a woman hasn't worked in 20 years, you know, she would actually, you know, hook her up with a career counselor to be able to help her figure out how she was going to maintain, you know, get revenue in the door and that kind of thing. Um, she had connections with, um, you know, grief counseling with grief counselors and she would, you know, get children in and get them in grief counseling. And so her approach was entirely different than my bulldog. Right. And so, and the messaging styles are very different too because they both appeal to very different types of people. And the good news is, is that there are so many, (laughs) so many lawyers, so many coaches, (laughs) so many marketing agencies out there, you're going to find somebody who's going to land and resonate with you no matter who they are.
0: Yeah. And I think that kind of works on matters. both sides for like, our you know, the types of clients we like to work with to really start thinking about, you know, your niching, how can you speak to the right people? How can you like work with the people that give you energy instead of taking your energy? But then on the yeah. other side, like if you're shopping for people, <laughs> go watch stuff, go see what they do, go watch their podcast Absolutely. episodes, go watch their videos on YouTube, go watch recordings where they've been speaking. If you have an opportunity to go sit down and watch them speak in person, go do that because like, yeah. They're going to be happier. You're going to be happier and you're both going to get the results you're looking for. If you like working together, if you give oh, each other energy instead of taking energy, like it's just yeah. going to work so much better. So I think that's such important advice from both sides of the fence. Like don't just go hire a marketing agency because they seem impressive. Go hire them because you fit. <laughs>
1: yes. I mean, I, I swear I talk about this on video a lot it's like don't hire the marketing agency because they have the big flashy name and the downtown office suite and they play golf at your country club Uh, the big name clients that are nothing
0: like you like they're like oh I've worked for AT&T and Dell and okay but you're like a two person business you're not Dell they don't know how to work with you (laughs)
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. I was working with an interior designer, um, who a high-end interior designer here in, in, uh, North Texas. And she does beautiful work. Like she does. She's amazing. She's a creative genius, you know, and, but it's just her and two other people like part-timers. So she's the only full-time employee and two other part-timers. Right. And so we were talking about marketing and that kind of thing. And she was just very adamant about ads And she was just like, well, my sister-in-law is, I I don't know, VP of marketing for a big, huge retail. I'm not going to say the name, but big, big, huge retail, like 500 million plus, right? And she was like, and she says that I need to be, you know, doing Facebook and Instagram ads. And I was like, did she tell you how much you would have to each month in order for you to be seen by all of the people that you want to be seen by. Cause she wants to be a regional decorator and all of this stuff. And she was like, no, we didn't really talk about that. I was like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that you're probably going to have to spend around three to $5,000 a month just on the ads to get the results that you're talking about wanting to get. And she was just like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. And I was like, yeah, your sister-in-law works for big, huge, and large $500 million plus corporation. Big dynamic difference, you know, in budgets, in type of services that you provide versus she's selling a product. I mean, like so different, so different. So don't get hung up on just because the big, huge, and large corporations are doing X, Y, and Z and hire the certain ad agency or whatever. That, in fact, I'm going to, I'm just going to say it more than more times than not that that's that's not going to be a good match for you if you're a small business like it's just not oh
0: 100 percent agreed and the other thing to consider in those situations is you are their smallest client probably like if they run out of time if they get behind if they're stretched a little too thin where's their time gonna go you know not to you yeah not they can afford to lose you they're not really trying as hard as they should be trying to keep you yeah so like that's the flip side of it too and i think it's just so important right to really make sure that there's a personality fit you want somebody who's actually going to care about you and it doesn't matter the other thing's competition because it's the other like pushback i hear a lot well i don't want somebody who's working with all of my competitors i'm like yeah you absolutely Uh do
1: uh, yes, you do. You know, because yes, like you just do. gave
0: that example a second ago with the two lawyers. That it's like okay, on the surface, yes, you're competitors, but reality is no, you're really not because there's different scenarios you're where you're right for different people. And if yeah. you know both of those people were working with you, so you understood, you could see both. <laughs> so what's going to happen? This one's going to stand out right. better in that market for this people, and this one's going to stand out better in the same market for these people. And you're two competing lawyers, potentially even in the same city, going after the same types of clients, but there's enough business to go around, unfortunately. There's enough, yeah.
1: <laughs> there is, but there's enough to go around no matter what industry you're in. I'm a yeah. firm believer in that as well, too. You know, right. it's just yeah. like, again, I tell everybody, it's like, I'm not, I may not be your cup of tea. That's fine. I am plenty of people's cup of tea. And yeah. that's good. I want, I want the right people.
0: Well, and I mean, for most of us, if we did get like every potential client we could possibly get, we couldn't handle it. No, we just couldn't handle. It. Like, I don't care how good you are at scaling your business, hiring yeah. your people, managing your people. It, it maybe in like fifteen years you could handle ten percent after you've yeah. like scaled up a lot and you've hit big level people. But like, is that where yeah. you want to be? Is that where you want to go? Most people say no. Right. Like, most small business owners yeah. still want to be able to have conversations with their clients.
1: Yeah, you know, you grow to about a fifty,
0: sixty-person team. That's kind of that's that's about as high as you want to go for most small business owners. Yeah. They make really good yeah. livings yeah. at oh, that yeah. level, and right. You know, yeah, I don't know, I just so many like good things agree. to think about. <laughs>
1: You know, it's all about the relationships. I mean, we've heard it. It's almost cliche at this point, but I think it bears repeating. I mean, it's all about the relationships. We want to be, you know, in partnership and, re- you know, marriages, relationships with people that connect with mm-hmm. us. We want to have friends that connect with us. I mean, and we definitely want to have clients that connect with us as well, too. Or it's just not worth it, in my opinion. It's like, yeah. I've got other things to do. That
0: applies to your digital marketing and stuff, too. Like, if you've got people on your email list, those are relationships. They're not generic emails and names on your email list. Every single person that receives your email is somebody that you would want to enjoy talking to if you could.
1: Yeah, And you should like create
0: an environment where they want to talk to you. You And it's like, I think we forget that sometimes when we're just blasting marketing messages out or putting out social posts or putting out emails or putting out videos. And we don't necessarily think about the fact there's a, a relationship on the other end that we would like to have right it's not just yeah. that we want to push them into a cell but how can i turn you into somebody that's a raving fan somebody that i would enjoy yeah. hanging out with somebody that yes. if i saw you in person at an event it'd be like hey i saw yeah. you you replied to my email the other day you know i started doing the yeah. weirdest thing i'm on all of these email lists right because i love seeing what comes out i love i subscribe to way too many email lists way too many me email
1: too lists. yes
0: i started replying to the generic, just blast all email addresses. I just started replying, being like, "Hey, I really like this bit that you did. That's really cool." And they're like, "Hi!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my <It's> gosh! Like, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, Holy "What's crap, happening?" Somebody replied. Yeah. What's happening now? It's like, how many emails yeah. can you send that nobody ever replies to? I like know. it's just been, That's it's an eye opener. I have been doing that for the last couple of weeks and I have t- the conversations that I have had and the connections that I've been able to make with people that would normally never really give little old me the time of day, because I'm probably one of like 5,000 people on their email list that hit reply. <laughs> yeah. That so is it's, hysterical. It's interesting. But, it's a wow. fun little experiment. Just like try that for a few days, see what happens. It's been interesting. I, um, I'm
1: i going to do that. I'm gonna do, <laughs> that,
0: is, that is brilliant. I've had some of the most fantastic conversations since I started doing that. It's just been like, they're like, oh my God, you're a I real human. It's like, yeah. Hi, human am, here. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Are you doing good? <laughs> How can I help <laughs> you today? Which is another interesting thing. Like even your software vendors and stuff like that, they, you know, they send you email newsletters. It's amazing how many like beta groups, alpha groups, things like that that I've been able to participate in just because I have replied. It's like, oh, that's a really right. awesome new feature. I've been looking forward to that one. Thank you so much for releasing that. And they're like, Hi. Yeah. How are you? Can we talk yeah. to you? You're a real human using our stuff. We would love to talk to you. And you're like, Yeah, of course. I know one girl, she did that exact strategy. And now she gets to like speak at events for meta, for many chat, for things oh, like that. Oh my god because she does that all the time she's just constantly like giving them that's brilliant. she'll make the effort to do a loom video and send that to them yeah and so now they're like they know who she is
1: wow you know? it's like that you have these big br- companies that brilliant. know who she
0: is and it's like yeah like wow think about how you could use that as a marketing strategy like you yeah. are going and putting out generic email lists go sign up for it and then you'll you're the only person replying so you can get conversations you wouldn't normally be able to guess i don't know that was a weird one that, that's my yeah. little tip of the day it's been interesting it's been fun i know i have yeah. kept you for so 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 long because we had so much like chatter before we hit record i know <laughs> and I now we're recording for like 30 so i want to give you a chance to tell people how to find you so we've talked a little bit about what you do but in your own words like who yeah. do you like to work with
1: what do you do how do they find you yeah um, so I tell everybody, you know, I I work with professional business owners. Um, you know, like Christina said earlier, that I've worked with lawyers, commercial mortgage brokers, medical professionals. Um, interior designers. But I also, you know, interestingly enough, I work with some very large nonprofit organizations too, that need help in the messaging and marketing space um, with complex terminology. I'm, I'm a complex girl. <laughs> so when you have a very, very complex message that needs to be communicated out um, I'm, I'm, I'm that person who can take very highly technical complex things and make it easily understandable for your clients to, to, you know, to, um, to understand. So um, I help people scale their businesses through executive level strategy, um, communication tactics. And I do it with the disc profile uh, is what I do with all of my private clients is walk them through the disc. And then we develop a profitable um, you know, marketing strategy based on what feels best for you from a messaging perspective. So um, I typically hang out a lot on Instagram, Heather underscore, Lyle L-I-S as in Sam L-E um, I'm on LinkedIn at Heather Lyle Co and I'm on Facebook as well too I'm just not on Facebook as much so Heather <laughs> Lyle with the number one at the end Heather Lyle number one on Facebook but mostly Instagram is where I hang out So well,
0: I'll make sure Find I drop links. so wherever you're watching this show from there will be links somewhere around the video around the audio wherever you're at um, so make sure you go check those out And I I just can't underscore that enough, especially for the types of clients that you're working for, that it's so important to differentiate differentiate your messaging and to really not go after anybody. Everybody to not be afraid to stand out. I mean, you've shared several really great examples. So I think like, you know, if you're listening to this and you're somebody in that list of people that she just mentioned that she likes to work with and you're different, I think you're her perfect client. So correct me if I'm wrong. Oh my gosh.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, and real estate brokers. That's been another interesting area, too. It's like, how many ads do you see with lawyers and real estate people yeah. standing like this, you know, with their arms crossed across their chest? And it's like, you're not telling me how you're different from everybody else out there. We, yeah. have, we have to make you different in order for the right people to want to work with you. Because we don't want to waste our time with people who are going to suck our energy, not pay our bills, and waste our time. Like, nobody wants that. So, yeah.
0: So I love that. If you've got like, if you're a little picky on the types of clients you want to take, if you're a little bit different and you know it, like you should definitely reach out to Heather. I think that would be a really
1: Absolutely. smart move. I'd love and, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. So if you're like a coach or somebody else that all of that resonated with you, but you're more in like the coaching agency realm. Hi. Um, but yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. yeah. It's just two totally different markets, but with the same problems. So I think it's yes. so cool. And this has been such a great conversation because there's so much overlap, but not yeah. at the same
1: time. It's so neat. Hey, we can learn from each other. I'm a huge yep. believer in that as well, too. So anyway, thank you so much for having me on. It's been so fun and lovely. And it's just, it's been a great start to my day. So thank you so oh, much. shame here. This has been an absolutely
0: fantastic conversation today. Thank you for coming on the show. So. Entrepreneurs, guys, this is your call to take action. Head over to etatoday.zone, subscribe, and keep learning from amazing people like Heather that are sharing all kinds of actionable advice. Until next time, bye.